everyone. This is Jeannie Whalen, Global Training and Organizational Development Specialist here at the Seaman Company. And it's my pleasure to welcome you to the second episode of our corporate podcast, Network Connections, the podcast about ICT networks presented by Seaman. In our first episode, we connected with Carl Seaman, President and CEO of the Seaman Company. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that, I recommend it because we learned some things about Carl and his experience with the company over the last few decades, as well as what our company has been doing in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Today on our show, I'm pleased to be joined by our CFO, our Chief Financial Officer, a man that can only be described as a mensch, Mr. Tom Costello. How are you today, Tom? I'm outstanding. As you know, I love to start my day with a, a positive attitude, but I'm not sure I really know if a mensch is a compliment or not, Jeannie. <laughs> Tom, when I was preparing for this podcast, the word mensch kept coming up. It really means, for those not familiar with the term, it's a Yiddish phrase that translates to a stand-up guy. It's a person with the qualities that you would hope for in a friend or a trusted colleague. And for me, Tom, you're the definition of that word. One of the best things about working here has been that I've gotten to know you and call you my friend. So my intention with this episode is really for people to get to know you a little better and figure out for themselves if they would describe you using that word. Let's start with an easy question. How long have you worked for the Seaman Company? Jeannie, I've been working at Seaman for more than 18 years. I started the week after 9-11 in 2001, which was another period of uh, tremendous uh, uh, unusual circumstances right after 9-11, just like we're in today with the, the COVID virus. But I've enjoyed every moment of my years at Seaman. And before you accepted the job, where had you come from? What, what made you want to work for this company in particular? Just before I joined Seaman, I was working in a chemical company and I was assigned in Asia. So I was living in Singapore. And before that, I was in Korea. And so I was in Asia for four years. When I came back and uh, Seaman uh, advertised for a CFO and the expectation was they wanted to grow internationally, I thought my experience in the international arena would really complement what Seaman wanted to get done. I love that you lived abroad. I think it, it really enriches a lot of the conversations that you have, that you have that worldview um, that's different from a lot of people around here. I, I think that's a great a great thing that you bring to this company. So as CFO, what parts of the business do you support? Like what departments report up into you? Well, as CFO, I'm, I'm responsible for the finance group, which includes legal. And I also have the IT groups, uh, both the software side and the network side. I'm responsible for uh, purchasing, global purchasing, and also um, human resources also works for me. Yes. So I'm in human resources. So we report up into you. I know I can speak for all the people that do that. We're really lucky to have someone like you in your role. You are such a calm, even keeled, really a focused demeanor that I think is really favorable as a CFO. Is that something natural or do you, have you worked on that throughout your career? Well, some people might say I just have the, the drug concoction working just perfectly. <laughs> that's not really true. Um, I have to really give credit to my upbringing in Brooklyn, New York. My dad was a very uh, calm um, person. Um, I look up to him as someone who had great integrity, but he never got upset about anything. 
he really felt, and I, I agree with him, that you can make much better decisions by keeping an even keel and looking at all the uh, aspects of a, of a decision and trying to make the best decision with the available facts. You can't, you can't change the things you can't affect. So I never worry about the weather because I can't do anything about it. Mm. But I respond by making sure I bring an umbrella when I need one. <laughs> so uh, some people get up every day and worry about the weather. And yeah. I recommend you worry about the things you can change. I love that. You communicated to the organization at the end of the year that you plan to retire. And this breaks the heart of everybody that works with you. But I know that it's right for you, which is the only thing that's getting us through it. Uh, Carl plans to transition out of his CEO and president role at the same time. So in general, the organization will have two significant changes occurring at once. And I know you work closely with the Seaman family. You're part of the Seaman family. Um, and you've worked together with them on this transition to ensure that it's as smooth as possible. What's some advice that you've given to Henry that you could share with our listeners around these changes? Henry is the nephew of the current owners that will be taking over as president and CEO in January 2021? Well, my advice to Henry is um, to be as good a person as he can be. He is an outstanding leader, and I think he'll make a tremendous president and uh, next generation in the Seaman Company. He has to uh, work on getting an effective partner in a new CFO, someone who he can trust, someone who has high integrity, and I, I believe that we're working very effectively towards getting someone like that to partner with Henry in the years going forward. Yeah, I have no doubt that the fact that you're a part of this decision um, in terms of your successor is really just contributes so much to the ultimate successful outcome of it. Do you have any advice for your future successor, whoever he or she might be to help them succeed? And I've had a great experience working with the Seaman family and, uh, I think uh, the right person will also have that. They're a great group of people, and they want to make a successful business. So if we find someone that complements that, I think it'll work very well. I think the, the advice I give them is to make sure you get uh, a good staff of people around you. I have some tremendous uh, associates working with me. And I think that's the key to success in any, any uh, business is to have good people working with you. Yeah, I think so. I, I think you also really trust your people. And I think that extension of trust is what's built a really good environment around you. So I, would, I hope that they do the same thing. I really do. So as far as, you know, your next chapter, what are you looking forward to most about retirement other than regularly having lunch with? people like me and the friends you've made here? Well, I do enjoy uh, an occasional lunch at Roma's, and most people know that. Uh, <laughs> and I will be back uh, once they reopen. But um, in retirement, I, I think I'd like to do a little bit more travel with my wife. We have uh, children spread around the country. Uh, one is in New York, one is in Maryland, one is in, in California. And we'd like to be able to spend more time traveling and visiting with them. And also with our uh, living abroad for several years, we've developed friendships with people that have basically moved around the world now. And uh, we'd like to spend more time visiting with them and uh, catching up and seeing how they've, they've made a way. 
I also want to do more reading. You know, we've we've talked about this. Uh, I like to uh, read a lot of books. I do audio, audio books and, and I read books as well. And I, I love talking about books with other people like to read. So I think I, I'll have more time to do that. I can't wait. I, I hope that you start a blog or someone helps you start a blog and you start publishing all of your readings and we can have a book club. That would be fun. I would love it. So I have no doubt that if anyone here needed your support after retirement, that you'd be just a phone call or an email away from supporting them. Um, I really get the sense that working here for you has been more than just a job, that it's really your calling. What would you say one of your favorite memories has been during your time with this organization? Uh, I think um, one thing I remember very fondly was the, the retreat that we had with the Seaman family and yourself included in New Hampshire back in 2018, where we uh, discussed basically outlining the future of, of the company and, and how to transition from where we were then to a future state with a new generation of Siemens managing the company. That was a very successful meeting, and I really think that was uh, a key um, deliverable for my uh, retirement planning. That makes me feel so good. I'm so glad that you said that. It was such a special moment in my career as well. Um, there's no doubt that I'll ever forget it. Just the open hearts that everyone came with and um, the support that they have and the love that they have for Henry and the trust that they're putting in him. Uh, to be kind of the next generation leader and uh, the change of John becoming chairman of the board. It, it really was a really special time. And do you want to talk at all real quick before we go about where we were? We were up in New Hampshire at the uh, Lake House and there is a tree farm there that Cindy Wyatt, the Seaman sister runs. Um, and you've been really heavily involved with that. I'm not sure if you'd like to mention uh, anything about your participation with that at all before we go. Sure. So I'm a member of the Board of Trustees of the Tree Farm. It's called Branch Hill Farm. Some people know it as that. But it was set up by um, the father of the current owners uh, to basically preserve the environment for future generations. And it's now 3,000 acres under conservation easement. And uh, the board is, is doing some fabulous work right now. In fact, we just recently had a transition of the leadership there where Cindy Wyatt, Carl's uh, sister, uh, stepped down as the managing uh, um, uh, trustee of the trust. And um, it's now being handled by a new hire who's uh, got some great ideas. He's got a strong interest in heirloom apple trees and we have a new heirloom apple orchard going um, where people from all over New Hampshire have contributed specimens so that we have unique heirloom apples growing and in a number of years it'll be a destination for people visiting New Hampshire to see this this glorious heirloom apple orchard. That's amazing. When we went up there it was October and I've never seen and I've grown up in you know New York and New England my whole life I've never seen foliage just so vibrant. It's such a beautiful place to visit. Yeah, it certainly is. So before we go, I thought I, I had reached out to a few of our employees and I said, what do you guys want to know from Tom? And if it's okay with you, I'd love to ask you them in kind of a lightning round type of forum. So answering with the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the question, does that okay. work for you? Okay. Great. Okay. 
if you're if you were on death row and you could only have one more meal, what would it be? I think it would have to be my wife's sauerbraten, uh, red cabbage, and spetsly. <laughs> Your wife is German, and she really knows how to cook those delicacies, doesn't she? She sure does. It's my favorite. That's awesome. Okay, next question. Uh, <laughs> does it make sense to launder money through the Cayman Islands or Switzerland, and why? Um, you know, you don't have to answer that. I'd say if I'm going to give a recommendation, I'd recommend Whirlpool for all laundry. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Um, next question. Besides having the great honor of working with Rob Galley, what's been your favorite thing about working at the Seaman Company? And I also want you to try to take a guess as to who asked me that question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think um, my favorite thing about working for Seaman is just the people. Um, Everybody I work with is just great to work with and fun to be around. Um, if I had to choose friends, I'd ch choose them as my friends. And uh, I, I really think that's what makes Seaman such a special place is the people. I agree with you. And I hear that all the time in all the conversations I have is, is what great people we have. So mm -hmm. I love that's your answer. Uh, two more questions. Do you prefer gangster rap or hip hop? I'd have to say 60s rock and roll. <laughs> I was good. I knew it. I knew you were going to say 50s or 60s. When we drove up to New Hampshire and you had on the 50s station, yeah. it was so funny. I think we knew all the words by heart to every <laughs> song. And then finally, if you were an animal, so this could be your spirit animal if you'd like, what animal would you be? Um, I'd say I'd like to be an eagle because the eagle soars high and has a beautiful view of everything going on. I love that answer. I, you know, I fully expected you to say a tortoise. Yeah, <laughs> do, you remember, think, do you remember when you told me you wanted to be a tortoise? Yeah. Well, tortoise <laughs> always wins the race, you know. That's right. That's right. You, <laughs> had two, you have two really good answers. <laughs> that's all for today's episode of Network Connections presented by Seaman. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Tom, for joining me. Make sure you subscribe to the Seaman Company YouTube channel so you never miss an episode. Upcoming episodes will feature Seaman ICT industry experts that will deliver insight into innovative IT infrastructure solutions that connect our world. From all of us here at the Seaman Company, we hope you and your family are staying healthy and safe during these uncertain times. Please take care. Music